This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, a podcast devoted to regular pastors and regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. This is a new year on the Regular Pastor Podcast, but you're still in Season 4. And in Season 4 of the Regular Pastor Podcast, I'm talking about books and I'm trying to chase out the ideas in those books, and I'm trying to apply those ideas to the everyday ministry of regular pastors. The book that I'm going to talk about today is a book titled Preaching That Moves People by Yancey Arrington. The publisher is Clear Creek Resources. The book is 169 pages. It has an introduction, 11 chapters, and then a conclusion. It was published in 2018. Yancey Arrington is a teaching pastor uh, at Clear Creek Community Church, which is a multi-campus congregation in the Bay Area of Houston. Arrington received a BA in religion from Baylor. He has an MDiv with biblical languages from Southwestern Seminary, and he also has a DMIN from Covenant Seminary. Arrington is a regular contributor over at the Gospel Coalition, as well as Christianity Today. He is actively involved in training pastors and planning churches in the Acts 29 network. He has a website. You can learn more about him at yanceyarrington.com. Let's talk about the big idea or the summary of this book, Preaching That Moves People. Arrington says this on page 19. He says, In my years of preaching and training other preachers, I have frequently found that the common root of our mishit messages is sermon delivery. So he's arguing here that preachers are often skilled at exegesis and writing, but not enough preachers give enough attention to the art of sermon delivery. Uh, preachers spend hours studying the text, writing their message, developing an outline, but too few give enough time to thinking about how they will actually deliver their message. And Arrington's point is that this lack of attention towards the actual act of preaching is a really odd thing, especially when you consider, he says this on page 19, that the sermon is an oral medium. So the equivalent he mentions would be, imagine an opera singer who refuses to warm up before a performance. Uh, imagine a concert pianist who just refuses to learn and practice their scales. Imagine a professional baseball player who says he doesn't need to do any work in the bullpen. All of those examples are preposterous, and Arrington's point is that it's preposterous to think about a preacher who spends all his time writing without actually practicing on, working on, thinking about, improving the actual delivery of his sermon. So the bottom line with preaching is this, Arrington uh, says this on page 26, it matters how you say what you say. It matters how you say what you say. A lot of sermons are technically sound without being emotionally sound. And Arrington's book is intended to make preachers think about not what they are preaching, but how they are preaching. So if I had to pull out a few important ideas from this book, I would summarize it uh, with Arrington's terms, tension, speed, bandwidth, and voice. Tension, speed, bandwidth, and voice. So I'll just take those one at a time. Tension. Uh, he says gospel-centered content must be matched with people-centered 
delivery. The content has to be gospel-centered. The delivery has to be people-centered. He makes the point that stories capture our imagination because they have tension. And too many sermons just relieve all the tension at the very beginning, and they give people, congregations, absolutely no reason to keep listening. So he wants the sermon to be textual and gospel-centered, but he also wants the preacher to build tension in the sermon like a good storyteller, considering his audience, helping his audience listen. So that's tension. Secondly, speed. I thought this was a helpful chapter or a helpful section. Arrington makes the note that some sermons move too fast, but most of them move too slow. And the reason they move too slow is that the preacher did too little cutting and editing in sermon preparation. They included too much stuff, so there's too many rabbit trails, there's too many soap boxes. You shouldn't include everything you read and or studied in your sermon prep. You've got to cut some of that stuff out, otherwise the sermon will move too slow. And he uses throughout the book a skiing metaphor, and he's talking about skiing and this point of speed. He says, look, you have got to get down the mountain. You can't just keep going back and forth across the run. So we've talked about tension. We've talked about speed. Arrington then talks about bandwidth. Again, I think this is a helpful concept. He asks the question, what is the emotional feel of each section of your sermon? And is there an emotional range and an emotional variance throughout the sermon? If you're too high all the time, it's like a pep rally and your people just wear out. If you're too middle of the road and consistent, you're like the the guy taking role on Ferris Bueller's day off. If you're too low, slow and monotone and boring, you're like Eeyore. And so within a sermon and taking a sermon as a whole, you've got to say, what is the emotional bandwidth? Is there variance? Is there uh, a consistency that needs to be broken up with a little bit more energetic section or a little bit lower energy section. So he talks about bandwidth, tension, speed, bandwidth. Fourthly, he talks about voice, and I thought this was the best part of the book. He's encouraging preachers to find their voice, and he argues that repetition, uh, just getting reps in, is the key here. And he makes reference to Kevin DeYoung. Kevin DeYoung says it took him about 450 sermons to feel like he had actually found his preaching voice. So you just got to get reps in. He also talks about preaching personalities, and I thought this was helpful. He distinguishes between the professor and the author and the life coach and the prophet, and he gives examples of each, and one is not better than the other, and he basically says, find where you're most comfortable. Find who you are as a preacher, and then play to your strengths in that voice. Don't try to be somebody you're not when it comes to your preaching voice. My favorite quote from the whole book is found on page 146. Uh, It's it's in this vein of thinking about uh, your voice as a preacher. Arrington says this, page 146, quote, There is a great difference between learning from someone's preaching and cheaply copying it. Models will help you in the pulpit. Idols will crush you there. I think that's a great word of advice to preachers, especially younger preachers who are still trying to find their ver- their voice. Learn from others preaching. Just don't copy it. It's okay to have models that you're learning from, but if you're 
setting up a different preacher as an idol that you've got to sound like, that's going to end up crushing you. On the ministry takeaway for this book, I think uh, there's a helpful helpful insight in that repetition and just getting reps in as a preacher are really important for finding your voice. But I also think reps aren't enough, and that's what Arrington's saying here. If you don't give thoughtful consideration to what you're preaching and really how you're preaching it, that repetition, all those reps, that can just be the means by which we form bad, bad habits as preachers. And so we need to give thought and attention to what we say. We also need to give thought and attention to how we say it. So I think that's an important ministry takeaway. Critique or criticism of this book, I thought the skiing metaphor got a little bit old. It was a bit forced at times. Uh, Could have done with a little bit less of that, but it is a good preacher's trick. It sticks in your mind, and he's got an illustration that uh, he teases throughout most of the book. Uh, It's a one big hook that helps you think about uh, the ideas that he's he's setting before preachers. The Goodreads star rating for this book is 4.18. Uh, I gave it a three, uh, might be like a three and a half uh, if Goodreads lets you do half points, like a seven on a, a scale of one to ten, but Goodreads does not give you that option, so I gave it a three. Uh, it was not my favorite book on preaching, not even close, but I will say that as I've read this book, and now it's been a couple of months since I read this book, I have found myself coming back and thinking about some of the concepts here as he talks about tension, speed, bandwidth, and voice. And so there's some helpful stuff in this book for sure. Obviously, this is a book that's going to appeal to preachers. If you're a seminary student, I think this book would give you a little bit of balance. A lot of the books you'll read in seminary focus on content and writing and exegesis and uh, developing an outline, all important things. But if you're a new preacher and a young preacher, you're trying to find your voice, uh, I think that this book has some stuff that would help you in that process. I also think veteran preachers, preachers who have preached way more than Kevin DeYoung's 450 sermons, uh, would find some value in reading this book. If preaching is your job, it's good to read and stay sharp uh, on your craft. Thanks for listening to the Regular Pastor Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. Thanks in advance for giving us an A-plus top rating wherever you're listening. You can follow Regular Pastor online at regularpastor.com. You can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you've got a book recommendation, something you'd like me to to read and review, let me know, Landon at emmanuelodessa.com. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out.